You're listening to Bricks and Clicks, presented by MarketScale, with your host, Jennifer Kalo Ruskin. Hey guys, welcome to episode four of Bricks and Clicks. Today we're going to talk about the positives and the negatives of the coronavirus on retail in week eight of the coronavirus, by the way. In episode one, I talked about six ways to protect your product-based business during the coronavirus outbreak, and I'll make sure and provide a link to that in the show notes below so you can check that out. It was a a bit of me hypothesizing what was going to happen, and now that we're eight weeks in, let's talk about what has. So one of the things that I suggested back in week episode one was that we needed to create delivery options and delivery methods because traditional transportation might not be available. And interestingly, we've seen this come to fruition. It's been both interesting and sad to see many of the restaurants that I loved to visit shut their doors, paralyzed by the idea of remaining open and the necessary move onto the internet, delivery apps, and a totally different way of having to operate. I wonder how many of you listening have given up. Well, the fact that you're listening at all tells me that you haven't and that you're still fighting, still selling, and doing everything possible to get your business through this recession. So what's changed in the last eight weeks? Well, number one, we're watching low-priced retailers win. I worked for Walmart Home Office during the last recession, and I watched sales soar as shoppers conserved their money and went to Walmart to stretch each penny. When the economy tanks, Walmart rises. You know, it's a beautiful thing to straddle both Amazon and Walmart in my world for my business because I get to reap the benefits of both the super affluent and the everyday American. Anyway, we're watching it happen again as Walmart sales and stock soar. According to Motley Crue, while the stock market has tanked and U.S. banks have declared a recession, Walmart stock has been weathering the storm. It opened 2020 at $119 and hit a high of $122 on March 18th, while the Dow Jones plummeted more than 1,000 points on the same day. It's currently holding steady at $109. So amazing work. Go Walmart. You want to have Walmart in your portfolio of stock, and you also want to have Walmart in your your retailer distribution network if, if possible because it's great during a recession. The second thing that I've noticed is that online learning is high. I'm in a program that teaches online course owners how to scale their businesses to over a million dollars, and I'm watching my fellow students see record enrollments. I'm also watching Facebook acquaintances enroll in online courses. Like I noticed the other day that if you're a college alumni, a lot of colleges right now are offering free online courses. This is the time to better yourself. While the rest of the world freaks out, stress eats, and makes themselves sick with worry, now is the time to leapfrog your competitors or get the education that you need to pivot into a new job or start your own company. I cannot believe the number of scrappy artsy folks making money creating masks and hand sanitizer. The third thing that I'm noticing is it's never been easier to make money. And, you know, I say this all the time, but if you're willing to get scrappy, like the aforementioned mask and hand sanitizer folks, you can make a lot of money. For example, the other day I was chatting with my massage therapist who isn't massaging right now. And you know what she did? 
she signed up to deliver food for DoorDash, as well as drive people around for Uber. So of course, she's doing both of these with gloves and a mask on. But while she's waiting for mealtime, she Ubers. After Ubering, she shuts that app down, and then she turns on DoorDash. It's genius. She's making more money delivering humans and food in her car than she did standing on her feet 40 hours a week, listening to people whine and complain about their lives while she had to massage them. Last year, I got really scrappy. And I, in fact, exactly a year ago today, I was in Hawaii. And I was like, hmm, I have all these clothes sitting in my closet from the weight loss that I experienced last year. And they're all Stitch Fix brands. And I've had a feeling I could get money out of it. So I joined an online Stitch Fix group on Facebook, started posting all my clothes for sale, and I made enough money to cover the entire plane ticket to Hawaii. So just get scrappy if you're looking for some extra ways right now to make money. Okay, the fourth thing that I've noticed in the last eight weeks is that mastering online has never, ever been more important. I help some of my clients sell into Walmart stores, and, and guess what? Buyer meetings are canceled. I have one client that shipped over an entire container of product all the way from Italy for a spring mod, and the buyer canceled the order. All of that inventory is just sitting in New Jersey in a warehouse. When you sell to retailers, you have zero control over the outcome of your products, and you have zero control over buyers. Well, you know, none of us has any control over this virus, but at least online, we have the ability to advertise and sell products to our consumers, to our customers, to our shoppers. So figure out how to sell on your website social media, and Amazon. And I'll post a few links in the show notes as well to get you started if you don't know where to even start. I'd, I'd love to help. Okay, the fifth thing that I've noticed is that grace matters more than ever before. You know, we're all operating under so much stress right now. Nothing is as it was. We're stressed about sales being too big and we're stressed about sales being too low. I experienced tremendous grace a few weeks ago from a Walmart buyer. My client is experiencing seven times the normal amount of purchase orders right now. And we were headed into a line review with the buyer. My client had all hands on deck trying to process orders and he still couldn't keep up. So I reached out to my Walmart buyer and asked to put the line review on hold. I know, you must be like, what in the actual world? Why would you do that? Why would you ask a buyer to put a line review on hold? It's so hard to even get a buyer meeting. True, all of that is true. But there was no way. We just weren't ready. He wasn't ready. He had no capacity to be ready. Um, it just wasn't happening. And so for the first time in 15 years of working with Walmart, I asked for a line review to be put on hold. Thankfully, she accepted our request, and she told us that we could just email her a soft copy of the PowerPoint with the new items that we wanted her to review just whenever we were ready. Tremendous amounts of grace. Also, I experienced grace just today when I was on a call with one of my referral partners and a potential client for Amazon. He's always mentioning his kids, and typically he's late to calls because he's dealing with them. You know, he's helping them stay calm, or he's helping them do a project, or he's helping them because they're crying or whatever, they're young. But he never apologizes. He just states that he's taking care of them, and he stays on the call fully present. 
At the end of the call, his girls and he were making meatballs together while we talked about Amazon sales potential. And you know what? I stopped and I thanked him for being such a great example as a dad and as a business owner to all of us. I said, you know, you're balancing this like a pro and you're being present with all of this as you're juggling it all. Okay, the sixth and last thing that I have noticed that's happening, and it's, it's like in real time, guys, is the disruptions in food chain. So, of course, we've already seen shortages in toilet paper, paper towels, cleaning supplies, and many items across all of our retailer shelves. But we kind of knew that major disruptions were going to happen for meat. And COVID-19 has now impacted meat production plants at Simmons, Tyson, Smithfield, and more as workers are starting to test positive. According to USA Today, by the time it closed its doors on April 12th, Smithfield's Sioux Falls plant had more than 200 confirmed cases of COVID-19. And the day since, the case count has swelled to nearly 900. We will soon begin to see shortages of meat. But what's also interesting is we're seeing an upswell, a surge in gardens and chicken coops. As for consumers, it's more important than ever to know the source of your food. I don't know about you guys. I I live in a subdivision. I can't have a chicken coop, but I really want one. And I'm a little envious of my neighbors down the street that don't live in a subdivision and, and we're in the county that have these beautiful little chickens just roaming around with their fresh eggs. And I have recently started a garden. Um, it was super easy. I just, this is not a sponsored ad, but I went to homedepot.com and I ordered those little square beds and it was so easy to put them together and start to grow my own herbs and grow my own vegetables, which I've already started using as I've been cooking more often. And I know you all have too. So although we're seeing disruptions in the food chain, we're also seeing a nice swell and surge um, in gardens, chicken coops, um, you know, your local farmer's markets. So that's exciting. Okay. So let's wrap this up with a big bow. So what now? Well, with the future still being so uncertain, and some states beginning to slowly open back up, like here in Arkansas, we're going to start opening campgrounds tomorrow. And then other states remaining on lockdown, our next steps really seem shaky. I think it's important that we just be kind, honoring each individual's response to staying home longer if they want to or jumping back into things. I think it's important that we meet the shopper where they are and stop expecting them to come to us because they won't. It's important that we stay in business. Your shopper needs you. Your staff needs you. Your family needs you to show up and sell. Profitability is more important than ever before. We have to figure out how to do more with less. It's also important that we figure out how to grow slower, safer, and smarter in our businesses. And diversify your risk by adding online selling options and home delivery into your buying options. Get scrappy. And most importantly, just hang in there. It's going to be okay. I will see you guys on the next Bricks and Click show where I'll be interviewing Erin Phillips from Pickney Palm about what's working these days to actually get your messaging to your ideal shopper. So we're going to touch on everything social media from Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, lives on all three channels and the newest TikTok. And I don't know about you guys, but... 
I'm really feeling some resistance to TikTok. It's like I don't want to go hang out with a bunch of teenagers all day. Um, but I know there's some things that we all need to learn. And as marketers and business owners, it's it's important that we understand that channel. So I will see you on the next Bricks and Clicks show where we're going to talk all things social media, marketing, and getting our ideal shopper to see us and notice us and buy from us. Have a great day.